0: There he is. There he is.
1: Uh, so I missed
0: wrong. you, Hi, Rose. How you doing, dude?
1: I'm wearing it a little bit this morning. Not a big deal. I'm here.
0: How, my... were the... How are the seats at SoFi Stadium?
1: That was great, man. That, that place is a palace. It's beautiful. It looks new, which I guess makes sense because it is new. Yeah. Um, but they did a really good job. I had a great time last night.
0: Good. Good. We'll discuss a little bit later as you were at the Rams-Bears game watching your new best friend, Matt Stafford, (laughs) make his Rams debut. Good, too. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. You know who else looked good in Los Angeles? Newcomer. Max Scherzer. Congratulations on becoming the 19th member of the 3,000 Strikeout Brigade, all while taking a perfect game into the eighth inning against the San Diego Padres. So when I mention the name Max Scherzer, what is the first thing that comes to mind for you?
1: Honestly, dude, it's, he's just so dominant. And I was thinking, like, how could I explain what I feel about Max Scherzer? To me, it's, I, I think about how hard it is to game plan for him. And there's some pitchers that you can say, okay, here's the report. Here's what he throws. I faced him before, so I know what his pitches do. Max isn't one of those guys. It doesn't matter how many times you face him. Like, his stuff is just different. It moves too much. It moves late. He's entering all quadrants of the zone on you. He can command, like, three, four pitches. Like, he's just – that's why he's so good. You know, yeah. it's really, really hard to game plan for him. Yesterday, he had the changeup working. There was one at bat, uh, the Tatis strikeout uh, in that immaculate inning. Uh, He went heater upstairs, slow curve, and then like a nice little tight slider. Three pitches in a row. And Tatis had no chance. One of the best hitters in the game had no chance. So he's dominant, man. But I love watching him pitch. And then now, especially in that Dodger uniform, he looks good, Chris.
0: Sure does. 0.88 ERA. That ain't bad. It'll play, as we like to say. Uh, For me, it's a few things. You know, Scherzer said afterward that there's a lot of guys who have the ability to get to 3,000 strikeouts, but they don't have the durability to get to 3,000 strikeouts. And to me, that is such a big thing. We've seen a lot of great pitchers who have put together a few good seasons, but they break down. Or they'll give you 25 starts a year instead of 32. Every year from 2009 through 2018, he gave you at least 30 starts. Then he dipped down to like 27 in 2019. Last year, obviously, was a wash because of the pandemic but this year he's going to get back over 30 at 37 years old. And it's not just giving innings. It is giving, giving top flight dominant innings. I mean, there is, I don't think we'll ever see a player in the history of the sport, get a $200 million plus free agent contract and say he was undervalued. Mm -hmm. Uh, He has blown the doors off of that.
1: People say that's the best free-agent contract ever given out. Like, Maybe in sports. In sports, and they're saying he's the best trade deadline acquisition ever. Like, well, the same guy.
0: See, that's the part of the narrative, to me, that still could be written. Like, I think I think the Giants are going to hang on and win the division. I think it's going to come down to a do or die. And I think that the Dodgers are going to throw Scherzer out there. So what they could do is save their season with a guy who was not a part of their plans heading into 2021. And to me, it would just add to the resume.
1: Yeah. Can you imagine having Walker Bueller on your team and not throwing him in yep. a one elimination game? That's, but,
0: that's how crazy the Dodgers team is. Right? If you had a choice right now, it wouldn't, it wouldn't even be a choice. You'd be like, here, Max, here's the ball.
1: I think I'd have both of them up. That's what I think. I'd have Walker ready to go.
0: And I, he is, too. All of them. It's pretty – and they get Kershaw back tonight, that's some ammo, by the way.
1: Yeah, that's some ammo.
0: Yeah. And by the way, if, uh, if Scherzer does win his fourth Cy Young, and we're going to talk about Corbin Burns in a minute, so he's going to get hard-pressed by him and his teammate Walker Bueller. he will join Roger Clemens, Greg Maddox, and the unit Randy Johnson as the only players in history with at least four. That's crazy. And, and he is just – he's killing it. All right, Sunday Night Baseball got a little dicey. Mets, Yankees, crazy emotional series. Uh, what what was your whole take on what happened with Lindor and blowing the whistle and Stanton stopping in between second and third? I
1: I just don't understand why someone would get so mad about a team picking up a tell on a pitcher. That's what it was all about, right? They thought that they were doing that against Taiwan Walker. Mm -hmm. Um, He went and obviously maybe fixed something because his whole uh, outing turned around after VR went and said something to him. But like, that's just part of the game. Like, if, if you want to get upset if the, the people are doing what the Astros are doing, I understand that. But if if Walker's glove is tilted this way on a curveball and this on a heater, which I'm going to go check out, by the way, um, what you can't get mad at that. Like, I, I don't understand why he's, he's so upset. I get you don't want it to happen to your team, and he's allowed to act however he wants. He hit three homers, man. Do whatever you want when you hit three homers. But I just don't understand. I know for a fact that. Lindor and all the Mets have at some point tried to pick up a tell on a pitcher. Uh-huh. So I, I don't get the whole thing. And it happened in the other series, too, with the Orioles and the Rays. Like, it's part of the game. We can't let that, we can't let the Astros scandal take this part out of the game. This gamesmanship. This is real baseball. So, like, it's, I don't understand why he got so upset.
0: I, I don't either. Here's what I would say uh, I liked it that these teams were fiery. If I were fans of both, I would say, okay, let's utilize that and bring it in to the final three weeks of the season because at times both these teams have kind of sleptwalked through the season, particularly as of late. Like, I would want to use this as fuel. If I'm Francisco Lindor, I actually say my Mets career started last night because it has not gone well for him. As a lifelong Lindor fan, I can tell you he's been a different guy this season, and I don't want him to lose his passion for who he is for what separates him. Part of the reason you paid him $341 million wasn't just to have a three homer game. Wasn't just to play gold glove defense. It was to bring a different sort of energy inside the stadium to be a leader. I think he's gone a little wayward, but I think he's got to continue to be himself as well. And if that means doing the little whistle thing to get himself fired up and maybe to get his team focused on something, I'm good. I'm good with it. Like, I don't, I don't get why he was upset. But if, that, if he needs that to get this team to go 15-3 and three in their last 18 games, so be it.
1: I love that narrative. And, in fact, I think, like you
0: said, it kind of works for both
1: teams. Both teams need to go. Yeah. So, if this is the wake-up call both needed,
0: like, hey, man. Pick what? it up, man. Pick I it like. up. And Kudos to Brett Gardner. The best thing out of that was when he did this.
1: <laughs> He's funny, dude.
0: I, was, I did not expect that out of Gardner. That was These, good.
1: Do you think Frankie was a little nervous when Stanton turned around? That's a big boy.
0: Hell, yes, he was. Lindor said as much after. He's like, well, listen, I wasn't looking for a fight. (laughs) By the way, that is the wrong team to pick a fight with. They're big boys. Hell, no. I don't want any part of that. I don't want that Mm. rock-looking guy. Wait, man. I'll tell
1: you that much right now.
0: Once again, you are watching Baseball Today, a part of John Boy Media. Thank you for your support as we continue... And boy, we get to subject number three, and finally we get to our ninth no-hitter of the season. Corbin Burns was fantastic in Cleveland, went eight strong, 115 pitches. So for you, what was the bigger headline? That we had a record-setting ninth no-hitter, or that Burns was not allowed to try for the solo no-hitter? Or, I'm going to throw one extra part to it. The Cleveland was no-hit for a record-setting third time in a single season. Damn it, I had to put that in
1: there. I want to give you a virtual hug. I know it's been tough to watch your boys this summer.
0: Um, mm.
1: You know, all the uproar about Cor- Corbin getting taken out, I think, is a little – it shouldn't be there. Like, even Corbin himself said, like, I knew I wasn't going out for the ninth. They do have bigger aspirations. And a no hitters is great. Uh, combined no-hitters, okay. But I'll tell you what Corbin would rather have than a no-hitter. Uh, longevity in his career, a World Series ring, uh, money from a contract. <laughs> like, these things are the, what's important. A personal yeah. goal like that. I'll tell you, like, Corbin's probably going to have another chance to throw a no-hitter. This particular game was not the time to stretch him out. I think Council did a really good job. He's at 115 pitches. It's the most pitches he's thrown all year. He's got in a his career in his belt this year. They have World Series aspirations, and that's the most important thing. That's why he got taken out. Hater did the job, so he gets the no-hitter. Yep. But I don't think anybody should be like mad that he didn't come out and pitch the
0: ninth. Nope. Every time I watch this team play, and they dominated the Indians this weekend, a team that's really struggling as a dish. I just think to myself, how well it's gonna play in October, man. God, they just have so many arms that can just you're gonna you're gonna be hard pressed to score four runs in a game against them. If you do that, kudos to you. Um I think the biggest storyline is that the Indians have been no-hit three times this year, and Zach Plesak has started all three games. <laughs> How the hell does that happen? Really? Like him, I don't know. That is so weird. I mean, they even asked Plesak about it. He's like, I don't know. Got no, I got no <laughs> idea. It's just bizarre. That was weird. And um, I'm sorry. I wouldn't put it past my boys to maybe get no-hit a fourth time. There's still what? time left in the year. Might as well. Just go for it. Let's keep, keep piling it up. Why not? Jeez. And by the way, zero problem with Corbin Burns not coming out. 115 pitches. Not only a season high, career high, I believe.
1: Yeah.
0: So, you're good. Have a seat. Because what if he – like, what if he got pressed to a nine-pitch at bat and got a pop-out? Now you're at 124 and, you are you know, all of a sudden you're looking at 135 to get a no-hitter. Like, Nah. Let me
1: ask you this: If he was at hundred pitches, you send him. Yep.
0: Yes. If now, here's the better question: What if it's 115 pitches in a perfect game?
1: I don't know, man. <laughs> Baseball's crazy. I, I think you, you have to let him go at that point. Which sounds dumb, like 15 pitches, changing your whole outlook on the situation is interesting, but 100 pitches, perfect game, you probably let him go, right?
0: But then doesn't it take everything that we just talked about I, and flush it down the drain? It really shouldn't change.
1: You're right. I don't know. It's tough. That's the, that's the one time managers earn his money right there, having
0: to make those tough decisions. I, we should somebody, should. somebody should have asked Craig Council that. Now, he could have given the uh, managerial staple response of, well, we weren't in that situation. Yeah. But play the what-if game with me, Craig, for just a second. You know? Just a second. All right, Toronto. Holy shit! Did they have a crazy four innings between the end of uh, Saturday night's doubleheader and the beginning of Sunday's game, where they just were touching home plate all the time? They scored twenty-two runs on Sunday, but I think the big story is what happened Friday night with Robbie Ray and the Os skipper Brandon Hyde, where there was yelling back and forth and. Hit the fucking ball! This ain't shit. they fucking dope. Brandon Hyde. Arguing with somebody, I'm not sure who. Swing and a miss. Got him with the fastball upstairs. Big strikeout. First out of the inning. What do we make of it? Jimmy did a great breakdown, by the way. Go check it out. What do we make of the whole thing?
1: I don't know. Another situation, like a pitcher's hearing things. Maybe he was tipping, maybe he wasn't. So I get, I understand why he's frustrated, but like you can't chirp into the dugout. Like that's just the one thing everyone, that's when door did that, pissed the Yankees off. You can't chirp into someone's dugout. If you do that, like things are going to happen. I honestly don't have that big of a problem with how Hyde reacted. Like he's, that's his dugout. He's allowed to say stuff, you know, like. He got caught on a really hot mic. like You could hear everything he said, but like that's just part of the game. Uh, I'm happy the Blue Jays took care of business. I hit him with a, what is you doing, baby, when they were getting beat. Yes, you did. And then they came back, and they won three out of four. That's exactly what they needed to do. If they did not win three out of four and say they split that series, we would have been mad at them. But instead, right. they took care of business in a weird kind of way. Like you're saying, those four innings were nuts. Uh, but I really don't have a problem with how Hyde handled the situation. I know he had to apologize. You're supposed to, like, not talk to the – I mean, I don't know what he did wrong. He was defending –
0: so a few things. First of all, the power of the Plouffe Twitter is real, (laughs) okay? Obviously, the Jays had their phones in the dugout, and they were like, damn, Coach Plouffe mad. Let's turn this shit around. So that's what happened. (laughs) To me, the number one thing is – We have become such an apologetic society and there are things that you need to apologize for. There absolutely are. Uh, I've had to do it in my career. I don't know if you've had to. Brandon Hyde did not have to apologize for his language. We as a baseball uh, communication society are infringing on his office. Kind of. Yeah. Okay. Not kind of, we are. So if we hear something on a mic, if you're watching the game with your six-year-old and you hear that some salty language, don't be mad at Brandon Hyde. Be mad at the people who put the microphone down there. Yeah. And by the way, if you hear some bad language that you don't like as a parent and you're like, well, how do I explain it to my kid? Here's how you explain it. Sometimes when you get older and you have confrontations with another adult, sometimes you don't use the best language. We, you're not going to use that language here. You're six years old. I'm not going to use it around you. And that's it. Act like a grown up. Don't sit there like, oh my God, Brandon Hyde said, motherfucker. Ah, ah, ah. He said, motherfucker, what am I going to do now? Stop. No. Who cares? You should not have apologized, dude. I agree. I agree. Now, you should apologize for your team giving up 22 on Sunday.
1: Yeah, he, look, if there's anyone that has the right to cuss right now, it's probably Brandon Hyde. You got to show up every single day knowing you're going to get your butt kicked. It's right. September, he's tired of it. Get a little frustrated there. I still – I just need to tell people, you can pick pitches. You can take a tell and signal it to the hitter. That's okay, dude. That's part of the – you need like – I understand if, if
0: it's happening to you, you're going to be frustrated, but it's up to you to change something then. I'm with you, dude. All right. Crazy weekend in both wild card standings. Give me the one narrative you really paid attention to. What was the biggest story, either in a positive light or negative light for a team?
1: I thought it was the Cardinals-Red series. Um, Good for the Cardinals, not Mm -hmm. for the Reds. The Reds had a chance to make up some games, uh, win the first game, lose the second game. I'm back. Win the first game, lose the second game. Then they have a chance with Jay Happ on the mound, who they just put up. Seven runs in one inning and go, not too like on the first of September, and he shuts them down. They score zero runs in this game. Don't make up any ground on the Padres, who got beat up on by the Dodgers. They mm-hmm. had to, like, you know, get a little bit of breathing room in that wild card, and they just didn't do it. And I guess on the flip side of that is kudos to the Cardinals, because now they're yeah. back, they, they took care of business. And we haven't talked about the Cardinals very much at all. Um, and here they are, one game out.
0: And tonight they take on the New York Mets. A pair of forty-year-old pitchers going at forty-plus-year-old pitchers, Adam Wainwright and Rich Hill. Should be fun. Yeah. Um, I feel like I've beaten up on this team a lot lately. Phillies, mm. what the hell are y'all doing, man? We just we talked about it on Thursday. They had the schedule set up perfectly, and it's why I I shudder. I I break my own rule. I'm like, I can't talk about schedules down the stretch because you just never know. But they've got the Rockies, they've got the Orioles, they've got the Pirates, and I think they've got the Cubs all coming to their crib in the next two weeks. And what do they do right out of the gate? They lose three out of four to a team that can't win on the road. And Bryce Harper's hit homers in six of his last eight games, and they still can't win these games. Like, guys, come on. It is there for the taking. You're not gonna win every game, but win three out of four. You can't lose three out of four to the Rockies.
1: Yeah, they're they're gonna get a what is you doing, baby? Today for sure. Maybe they should have kept Kepler. That's
0: all I'm saying. Oh my god, it's brutal. It really is brutal. It's brutal. I'm rooting for Bills.
1: Uh, people know me. I'm a Philly guy. I fit in there. I, I, I'm a, I'm a Philly hardworking guy. The man, they gotta take care of business. Backyard. Yeah. Guy. Pump that team up, man.
0: I I don't get it. I don't understand it. It's bizarre. I, I can't even call my Philly friends today. <laughs> I don't even want to do it. All I want to do is talk Eagles, which is good. That's fine. Dylan Hurt. Yeah, boy, he balled. Uh all right, last one. Uh we saw Justin Turner. And uh, Corey Seager, I believe Corey Knebel was at the game last night, the Rams right after they all took care of business against the Padres earlier in the day. And so, too, was my man Trevor Ploof. We mentioned that at the top of baseball today. I'm curious, did anybody go, we love John Boy?
1: Uh, I had a few people say, uh, say something about talking baseball. A lot of people were at the game uh, tagging me in some pictures and stuff. Uh, I actually texted JT. I saw him on the Jumbotron. I said, hey, man, you look good. He said, are you here? And I said, yeah, like, let's meet up. Crickets. Still waiting, JT. Still waiting, buddy. Yeah. But <laughs> me you lately. Know, In India hasn't followed me back on Instagram. And now Turner, big league me at the Rams game.
0: Oh. We got to work on your uh, big I'm league, league anymore, game.
1: Anymore, man.
0: Dude, isn't it saying you can't big league a big leaguer?
1: I'm not a big leaguer anymore.
0: Well, you were. You got your service time. Tony, you, once
1: you're an ex-player, no one cares about you. Oh, you stopped. That's that now. probably been nice to me. I appreciate that. Well, you know what it is,
0: Turner's. Uh, Turner's wife, Courtney, is a big Bears fan, so mm. she probably didn't want hubby leaving her in a time of distress because she was too busy watching Andy Dalton not win a game. Mm. So, mm. yeah. Okay. Uh, by the way, you could have said hi. I was just working right, you know, fifty yards away in our. Are new you building. there? Yeah. Well, our our new building at NFL Network is attached to SoFi Stadium.
1: That's where that freaking building is. I was like, what is that? It says National Football League on it.
0: That's us. I was there. I don't think yeah. you've been to where I
1: was. It was a very special VIP area. You probably. Oh, wouldn't. no, no. Yeah, I got no shot.
0: I could barely get into the building I was working in yesterday, so I got no chance. Now. All right, what do you got coming up on John Boy Media? I know you got something going on in about 10 minutes.
1: Going back with the boys for the Talking Baseball Series recap. Going to talk Yankees again with the guys um it'll be a lot of fun sequence coming out tomorrow and then we're back again tomorrow morning
0: okay. Everybody- uh tyler Glassnow episode has dropped um he is seemingly everybody's favorite on the rose rotation they love hearing from him uh particularly because we want to know what's going on with him and i think the episode is entitled tyler glass now is bored which is so true so we tried to find him a bunch of like new hobbies to do because you can only rehab so many hours a day, you can't do it like 12 hours a day. And when his team's on the road, it really sucks. So he's like, Yeah, I need to find stuff to do. So we had some great stories. Um, I got a few, Beth, o- he needs some help. What's that? I got
1: a few ideas for him if he needs some
0: help. I'm sure you do. You can send him in. Feel Top free to
1: single, dude, come on.
0: Yeah, tweet at us at rose rotation. Or my individual feed at Chris Rose. If you have a suggestion for him, we'll take it. We'll take it uh, into consideration and deliver it. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to set up my next. Uh, I'm trying to get a hold of Trevor May and see if he'll uh, he'll join me this week because okay. he's got a lot to talk about. All right. Okay. And I think that's it, man. I think we're we're back at it again tomorrow. The, the time might shift depending on May's availability. If you're okay with that, let me know. Yeah. Okay. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. All right, go do uh, the number one podcast in the entire baseball world, Talking Baseball. Thank you for watching baseball today. We're trying to climb the charts. We're working hard at it, okay?
1: Yeah, what do do we have to do, like rate and subscribe? I don't even know what this means. Just go, like, support us. Yeah,
0: no, you got to subscribe, you know, download the podcast, subscribe, that certainly helps, and then, you know, give us a thumbs up on our YouTube channel. We appreciate it, man.
1: We're just a couple of boomers talking baseball. Help us
0: out, okay? different perspective that's the way i like to look at it everybody have a wonderful day out there peace yes